Trenton. What's up, brother? Hello. So, uh, where, where is it? Where's the what? You, you invited me over, and you said you were going to treat me to an amuse-bouche of a gooey duck. <laughs> well, well, Trent, you have to find out where the gooey duck is. Is it behind curtain number one, curtain number two, or curtain number three? Go ahead and take your pick. I... You have to find it. You have to find your dinner. I'll be. I'll be right back. So which one? Which one uh, did you? Uh, did you pick? I have a feeling I know where this is going because I checked behind each curtain, and all of them just was you holding a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! What? You broke the rule, Trent. I... You broke the rules. <laughs> well, that's menacing. <laughs> I'm not going to get to eat gooey duck, am I? <laughs> Looks like you are sentenced to an hour in the penalty box. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> big bad boy, look behind curtain. Get big bad spank, spank on bottom. <laughs> if you open it the reg- regular way, that's what it was going to spawn in. The gooey duck or the car you could have gotten. Oh, dang it. But sadly, it's gonna sadly. It's going to be in the glove box <laughs> of like a Sonata. <laughs> Pull back, it's a car. And like, Look in the gold box. There's your prize. There's, <laughs> the a, there's a, pim- a pimento taco, <laughs> a pimentaco in the glove box. <laughs> and that's yours to keep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sit down, Trent. It's time for your punishment. Okay. <laughs> I'm used to it at this point. I am really hungry. Yeah. And if you're not going to feed me gooey duck, you I figure the be- next be- best thing is um, Arby's. Um, they close in an hour. Hour and a half. Listen, Trent, when you are done with the penalty box, you'll be able to try again for the gooey duck. And if you're lucky, if you go to the bonus round, you'll be able to get some Arby's with it. Okay, well, I like to keep my options open, so I'll give you an hour, but no more than that, because Daddy needs his meat. <laughs> you, know? you ready? Yes. Okay. All right, Trent. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about game shows. Oh. Game shows made by demons and slime. He has a Hello Kitty tambourine. I also have a Hello Kitty tambourine. All right, so here... Can I have it? Uh, no. Can I play with it? No. You have to win Can this. Can I touch it? You have to win this. Can I hold it? Can I love it? <laughs> can I lick it? Can I, can can I, I taste it? All right, so... <laughs> I wasn't, so, wasn't going to go that direction, but... Uh, so, yes, we were talking about game shows, but these are game shows that are pretty sick and pretty twisted, and that's what we're going to be sick talking about. Sick and twisted? That's what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, huh. First off, first show we're going to be talking about is called The Moment of Truth. <laughs> okay, so The Moment of Truth is a game show based off a polygraph. What happens is they bring these contestants up and they are asked 50 very probing questions. Mm. And then when they're done with the polygraph, because they don't know what the polygraph said or what they didn't say. They don't have the results to how it read. So what they do is they answer all these questions, and then they bring them in front of the studio audience. And now they're going to reveal the answers to whether if they were telling the truth or not during the polygraph. Though. <laughs> okay. While they're doing this, they're also being surrounded by their friends and family who sit right in front of the stage. Ugh. And so there's a host who's like, who, who gives out the question that they were asked... And they are giving the hot seat right there. They can change their answer to what they said when they were giving it as long as they can pick the one they think the polygraph read as. 
Okay. There are six levels. Um, it's like a pyramid. Um, and there's round one where you are asked six questions. And then the higher up you go through the pyramid, mm. one question less is asked. But the more, the higher you go up, the more terrifying the question could be. Okay. Um, I, I can see this being an issue. Because yes. I think polygraphs are only like 70% accurate. Exa- exactly. Like, polygraphs are really unfortunate for. if they ask, like, have you diddled a kid? And they're like, no. <laughs> and, then they're like, and the parents are like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. So, What do you do then? Exactly. It's very, very scary. And if you knew if you knew how to fool a polygraph machine, which some criminals know how to do, oh, yeah. they can walk away with all of the big bucks. It just tests your freaking heart rate. Yeah. And your nerves and your shakes and your, and your rattles and your rolls. So if you get through the whole thing, you get $500,000. Woo! All right. Well, you, I don't know, man. If I, you get I, to the top of the pyramid. I've left some skeletons out of the closet for that. Um. Well, I mean, there's a lot. Like... There is a lot of very uh, crazy questions, and every single time you get to a level, you get ten thousand. Like you get ten thousand, then it goes to twenty thousand, thirty thousand, and it keeps going up the, the 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 ranking of the pyramid. And after you get to the first tier, you can stop at any time. But if you lie only one time, you get no money. Okay, so it's who wants to be a millionaire, but it's deep yeah. dark secrets about yourself, and they can't lie exactly. But even even with who wants to win a who who wants to be a millionaire, at some point they'll walk away with something if they go up high enough. Right. Um, well, I mean, it's a very small port. Like if they get to like a, like two hundred thousand or something, mm-hmm. and they fail, they go back down to like twenty five thousand. Yeah. The friends and the family who show up, they, it could be their dad or their boss or something like that. They can choose to skip one question and only one question. But it can be replaced by a worse question. Um, so if they choose to do it, it, it can it can be pretty bad. Why did I not see this show aired? I want to see it. I actually have seen this show before. I remember when the show came out, and I and I used to watch it on TV. But I didn't realize at the time like how kind of like twisted and sadistic this idea of a show is. Sounds fun. Uh, it, it's it's like sh- something straight out of a Twilight Zone episode. It, right. It, yeah. So here's some like example questions. Very Orwellian. Like, would you break up with your girlfriend if your ex-wife wanted to get back together with you? That's one question there. Have you ever stolen money from a job and let someone else take the blame? And this was said right in front of... This was a question that I saw a couple episodes. That that question was asked right in front of his boss. And uh, and it was like, he did. He did do that. And now the boss knows that he has stolen before. And these questions... Yikes. They actually do background information on all these people. So the questions get extremely, extremely specific. Like one Personal. Of, one was a gambler, and they were like, do you have a gambling problem? And, so, and then he was like, yes. Have you ever stolen money from your kid's bank account to, to, to feed your gambling addiction? He did not do it, oh. but, which is good, but I bet they were like, oh, crap, we could have had good Dang TV. It. Yeah. What I'm about to tell you... Uh, I'm about to read you everything from the craziest and worst episode of of the Moment of Truth. Go ahead. You can stop me anytime if you want to talk about anything. Okay. I okay. gotta see this show. Okay. So, when the episode starts, the host of the show says, I do not think, that I, the host, do not think this show should have been put on air. I do not agree with what we did, and I think what we did on this episode was extremely He says that at the start of the episode? He says it at the start and even during commercial breaks. And that's televised? Yes. 
it was a special episode. He said, against my wishes, this episode is being aired. I do not want to do it. And so, so, and they televised, and they it. televised it, and there is a reason. This is showing how probing this show can be. The heck! So the 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 the, the broadcasting network that was in charge of airing the show yeah. said, "Yes, you can drag our name through the muck, yes, and we will air it." He said he probably had something on his contract. Is like, if this is happening, I I do I have to put this out that I do not want to do this. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Lauren. Lauren was a hairdresser. I was. Um, and the the uh, oh, she could she could she still was be crucified. <laughs> she was killed she is on hanging stage. From the wall of honest truth. I did not want this episode to air, and everyone just publicly I, beat I thought her the, up. I thought the blood leaking from her temple and hands was <laughs> a little graphic, but they said no, air it. Okay, so Lauren's parents, her brother and sister, and her husband were all like sitting on the side during the during her, the whole thing. Her mother. Father. Father. Brother, sister, sister. Husband. Yeah, husband. We're all sitting next to her. While this is going on, they're, they're asking several questions. And I'm not going to read every question, um, because some of them are just like average, but then it gets kind of more serious down the line, because she's actually doing really well. Mm. She's like going really high up. And they hit her with the curveball. Like, like, one of them was like, they, they had a question, like, if your sister needed a surrogate mo- mother, would you, would you be... Like her surrogate, and it was like, yeah, yeah. Round another round one question was, have you ever told someone after you gave your after you gave a haircut that their hair looked good, even though you didn't think they did have a good haircut? And she said, I've never done that, and it was true. She never did it. Hey. Um. So, but then it starts taking a bit of a turn, and the host, while doing this, is starting to get a lot more uncomfortable uh, with these oh, questions. Oh boy. Here we go. We're going to start getting into the nitty gritty. Okay. Uh, question. Uh, have you ever stole money at your job? Uh, she yes, she did uh, have uh, money. She did steal money from her job, and she got fired from it. Her husband is a police officer. Wait, she got fired because of this episode? No, 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 no. Okay. This is just this, uh, previous. this is just it. Yeah, what happened? Uh, <laughs> husband was a police officer and knew about that beforehand. But yes, I mean, what's with people stealing money from work? Uh, she was asked, "Does she blame her husband for her lack of close friends?" Oh. And she said, yes, she does. Oh. Uh, right in front of her husband. Yeah. Has she ever uh, taken off her wedding ring to appear single? Yes, she oh. has done that. Man, husband's yes. like crossing his legs, like getting uncomfortable. Have you ever, uh, when you were getting married, did you think about a former boyfriend during it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and like throughout the episode, like husband's getting so uncomfortable and everyone in the family is like uh, watching yeah. watching this and they're like oh my oh my god and like no one knew about this no no one knew any of this and and that's not like it's starting to get really bad and the host is like okay you you've revealed a lot of information already i want you to stop i want you to stop here please stop here and lauren's like no no i want i want him to know Whoa! Like I, I want this. I want this to happen. She's just been waiting to tell him, but now she's getting paid to do it. And so, I mean, she, I yes. That. So she revealed that she was in love with a former boyfriend on her wedding day. She decides to go on to the next tier uh, after finishing that tier. Mm. Suddenly, host goes, "I'm not going to read you the next question." Her ex boyfriend shows up on the show. He walks out <laughs> and he reads and he reads the hundred thousand dollar question. Mm. He asked her. 
if he wanted to get back together with her, would she leave her husband? She said nothing because her sister immediately jumped up and hit the skip button. She uh, she hit the skip button. Whoa. And like and because the husband was like, yeah, yeah, say it, say it, say it, say the truth. Come on, come on. And it was like really antagonistic. That's why the sister hit the button because she didn't want to hear it. And I was about to say, Gee's uh, husband. Yeah. <laughs> do you think maybe there's a reason? Um, he seemed like a pretty nice guy, but they did reveal they were having a couple fights during these questions. But he was like, "Yeah, will you will you leave me for your ex? Huh? Huh?" I mean, everybody fights, though. So question got skipped. So, so again, the question <laughs> the that, sister's a hero. <laughs> the question is going to be changed to a different question. Oh, no. So, she and, might, she and, might have just ruined it. And they didn't... And again, no one knew what the question was going to be afterwards. So, so ex-boyfriend gets the new question. Instead, he asked, Do you believe he's the man... Do you believe that I, your ex-boyfriend, am the man you should be married to? It's pretty much the same uh. question they stated. That was so mean. And she said, Yes. <laughs> What the crap? I know. It's, it's crazy. Lauren. And everyone in the family's like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And so, Golly, and so like, she just got $100,000. So she could she can now stop at any time. And, but, like... It'll the, help with the divorce costs. And the family is like, go for it. Keep going. The family's encouraging this now. Say, come on, Lauren. Like, you've already gone this far. Like, you might as well go all the way to the most probing question. Which, like, she didn't make it. But if she did make it, who knows what that question was going to be. Yeah. Because she's, she's already said all this stuff about her marriage. Yeah. Like, that last question could have revealed, like, the murder of, like, some top <laughs> officials. Yeah. Um, they thought their child died by getting hit by a bus. So she, she was driving. She it. moves on from the $100,000 question. She was then asked if some uh, if she had sexual relations with someone uh, that wasn't her husband while she was married, uh, and she said yes. Lauren, <laughs> freaking Lauren, what the freak, Lauren? I'm feeling bad for the husband. Uh, and this is like an hour into the episode. He's just sitting there taking it all, and she's like, uh, "I don't like you. Uh, I cheated on you. I wish I wasn't married to you." Exactly. Uh, in I was thinking about everyone. my ex-boyfriend when she, I was getting she's, married she's to you. She's doing this in front of her parents. She's doing this in front of her, her brother and sister. And the ex-boyfriend's now there just chilling the whole time. This has to be fake. No, no. This is real. You this think? This is real. I do believe this is real. But be- it's like, how stupid do you have to be? Yeah. Lauren. Lauren's an idiot. Yeah. She literally, while she was getting married to this dude, mm-hmm. was thinking... I wish I wasn't getting married to this dude. Yeah. Why are you getting married to him the, then? The amount of like... What the freak would you do that? The amount of real emotion <coughs> I, I felt... I, I, I'm just saying I really doubt if this was fake. Yeah. Lauren's just a dunce. The next th- thing that, that happened though... She was then asked right after that... Like, yes, I have been cheating on you. She was asked, do you think you're a good person? <laughs> she said, yes. Are you kidding me? Lauren... And it came up as a lie. And she lost everything. Wow, she feels like an idiot. So she revealed all of this stuff about her marriage. She revealed every single like aspect of every bad thing she has done. And then she walks away with nothing for her effort. It is the, it was, and then the question, do you think you're a good person? That's the thing that did her in. That's insane. Yeah, that is... 
insane. Uh, worst possible timeline for Lauren. Okay, so... Just ruined her marriage, her relationship with her family, yeah. uh, and got nothing for it. So that's like a little taste of uh, the moment of truth right there. Uh, pretty pretty uh, a scary show made by demons and slime. Slime. Uh, this this next one uh, I don't have a lot of information on, uh, but I watched an episode of Three's a Crowd. Uh, okay, so Three's a Crowd is a very funny, very funny, uh, crazy idea for a game show. Um, okay, so this is like you know the Newlywed Game. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's uh, man and wife yeah, ask questions for each other. Yeah. So this is like a spin on the Newlywed Game. I don't. It's not made by the same people. The first people are asked uh, the questions. Is the husbands. Okay. The second one is their secretaries. <laughs> what? The third one is their wives. And the whole thing is these bosses, we have very good uh, ideas that they are cheating on their wives with their secretaries. Uh, what a specific <laughs> billing, you know, for the, for the talent. <laughs> Uh, like I'm gonna make a game show, but the only people that can be on it are married men who have a secretary <laughs> that they are cheating with. That is such a specific. Not group. all of them were cheating on it, okay. cheating on them, but but they were trying to really imply it because the episode I saw. Here were some of the questions that were asked. First question: Are you having sex with your secretary? <laughs> Get right out there, huh? The last time your wife said no to sex, what did you do? Okay. What's one thing you wish your wife had that your secretary has? <laughs> Physically. Good. Jeez. One guy said, I wish she had her smile. And then he said, no, you can't say that. You have to, it has to be physical. He said, it is physical. Her lips. <laughs> 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 and so she, the wife got pretty mad. Um, but the episode I saw was one guy was like, um, one guy was said, no, I do not have sex with my secretary. And the secretary, when it was her turn, uh, do you have sex with your boss? And she was like, oh yeah, all the time, all the time. And so, and then the guy like starts freaking out. He's like sweating. He's like, um, um, um. and then his wife comes out <laughs> to answer. So is, is your husband having sex with your secretary? And he, she said, I hope to God for his sake, he said, no, your husband, Said no. Now let's see what the secretary said. <laughs> oh, she said yes. Okay. And then the, there's a huge screaming match between both of them, and the whole and, the, and like the woman's like, "There's a reason why he's coming to me, honey." <laughs> this is like 1970s. It was taken off the air because they didn't like the uh, the implication that like this always happens in like American society, mm-hmm. and it was very sex. Sex forward, so it eventually uh, got canceled. Yeah. Um, so that's a three's a crowd. Uh, yeah, ha- that's crazy. Have you, uh, Trenton, ever heard of a show called Baggage? No. Uh, hosted by Jerry Springer? No. Uh, okay, so, okay, this show is what was on the Game Show Network. I, uh, I watched Baggage all the time as a kid, so I'm very uh, well versed at Baggage. I, I like game shows. I watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, Baggage is, is also a show. Just like the moment of truth, where it, it reveals embarrassing truths, um, but this is actually not for money. It is to find love. Kind of worthless, really, to reveal all this stuff on public television. You know, you know what my first choice is when I want to find love. What baggage? <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. What? I want to see the worst in these people. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll turn me on. 
Um, I don't uh, match. No, I, I go to igotbaggage.com. Uh, so, like, the premise is that if you can get all, like, the weird stuff out in the open up front, then you can make a better choice of who you, like, you want to date. Uh, okay. All right, so. I mean, that makes sense. So, this would be one main person that is looking for, looking for love. And what they have to choose between three different people. It can be a man or a woman. And what they're going to do is uh, the main person will have to choose between the three hunks to find out what's the best stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I watched this episode, and the uh, woman uh, was the main person in this episode. Yeah. Her name is Tish. Tish. And she had to choose between three hunks. Graphic designer Jeremiah. Ooh. Bartender Dominic. Oh, Dominic. customer service rep Eric. I don't know about that one. <laughs> You're already picking who you like and who you don't by their names Cust- alone. Customer service rep Eric? Yeah. Yes. Let me guess. He had a bow tie. No, he And did he's not. a total square. No, he was pretty. He, he looked pretty cool. Looked like a Mormon pastor, I bet. So the guys come out with three suitcases, and each one gets bigger down the line. Uh, the bigger the bag, the bigger the baggage. Um, round one, all three guys reveal their smallest bit of baggage. Jeremiah has hammer toes, bunions, and corns on his feet, and he explained uh, it's because he used to be a professional dancer, so his feet look really gross because uh, of that. What is Jeremiah again? Uh, he is a graphic designer. Graphic designer. He's a graphic, you don't need feet. He's a graphic designer. He, he also used to be a professional dancer. That's pretty great. Yeah. Dominic goes tanning five times a week. Ooh, that's, yes. that's, that's pretty heavy. That's much yes. heavier than hammer toes. Um, I think. Yeah, that's a good time management like problem there. And Eric always is full of mucus because he has terrible sinuses. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so you said I have the wrong idea about Eric, and yet he just reinforced it. He's going to be listening so to this. Heavily. He's going to be so mad at you. <laughs> Eric's going to listen to this. Hey, shut Let up. me guess. His next baggage, he's legally blind without his <laughs> billboard glasses. Yeah, he, he actually uh, has wheels for feet. Uh, <laughs> Like, like he has, like, rollerblades embedded into his soles. Yeah. Anyway, he has Heelys, but they're flesh. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, That's round, really scary. Next is round two. So she, so they all revealed it, but they can't really do anything about it. Right. Round two is called the deal breaker round. The guys sit down, and they're, like, onto the side. And all of their suitcases were put in a random order. So Tish has no idea what the guy has. It's all random. So she has to decide which one is a deal breaker, and one guy will, will reveal which one it was, and he'll be sent home. Ooh. So Tish uh, uh, drops down bag number one. Bag number one was, I've dropped out of college four times in ten years. Mm. Uh, bag number two, I broke an ex's rib over night terrors. That doesn't seem that bad. Bag you num- just feel bad for that guy. Exactly. The first guy has commitment issues. Bag which is kind of a big deal. Number three, I like to hit it and quit it. Uh, okay, so the second guy <laughs> seems like the only one that's okay. <laughs> okay. So if I was Tish, I would say the second guy, he's the best. Yes. The first guy, second best. Third guy, worst. You and Tish. Are like soulmates because that is exactly yeah, yeah that, you are the linked. only one that makes sense yeah uh, yes Tish eliminate bag number three let me guess it was Dominic oh my yeah yeah you're right it was the bartender I know Tish <laughs> we could she could be my sister 
okay? <laughs> oh, great. Okay, cool. So now, um, round three, uh, Jeremiah... Oh, yeah, by the way, Dominic, even when he leaves and gets eliminated, he does still reveal his biggest baggage. He, really? He, he, even though he... I don't, I don't... I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> He, yeah. yeah, he wasn't picked. He doesn't have to do that. Right. His biggest baggage was revealed that he wants to have three kids but not be married. Um, he doesn't want to marry you. He just wants to have three kids. He wants to hit it and quit it. Yeah. Have three kids. And not be married. This guy sucks. Yeah. And, and he gets tanned five, <laughs> da- he tans five days a week. Yeah. Throw this guy in the dumpster. <laughs> Put him under the sink where he belongs. Um, I hate Dominic. <laughs> Dominic can suck it. Hear that, Thank Dominic. you, Dominic. One guy named Dominic who's <laughs> <laughs> really feeling attacked right now. Uh, round three, Jeremiah and Eric will now reveal their biggest baggage, and Tish will decide which one to keep. Oh man, Jeremiah, uh, uh, his was I'm taking a job in Singapore next week, and he's staying there. Whoa. He is moving to Singapore. <laughs> Dang. Um, oh, Jeremiah. And Eric. Oh, by the way, number two, bag number two was revealed. Jeremiah was the one who uh, broke the ex's rib. And Eric. That's uh, what I thought. The one filled with mucus dropped out of college four times. Called it. I knew that was the case. Yes. So, uh, so Eric, uh, his baggage was he just moved out of a homeless shelter. Oh. Yeah, so. Oh, and one of the reasons is he dropped out of college four times in the last ten years, and that that's kind of led to him being in a homeless shelter. Dang. So that's rough. So which so he one has of these commitment issues and commitment issues? He has money issues, and he also has a lot of mucus. Sounds issues. to me like Jeremiah's the winner. Uh, so which I, yeah, would you which one would you send home? Eric. You okay? You were right, Tish. Uh, send home Eric. Bye, Eric. You, uh, your mucus issues, <laughs> your freaking lack of commitment. Yes. Okay? I'll go to Singapore. Singapore's great. Let's go, Jeremiah. <laughs> we'll have 20 kids so, in Singapore. So now Jeremiah and Tish are together, right? Well, uh, almost. Oh, no. <laughs> so Tish has a piece of baggage as well. So so Oh, I love this game show. This is such a dramatic thing. So Tish has a, a, a big bag baggage and so Tish will reveal the biggest baggage and then it's up to Jeremiah to real to She's be like, a man. <laughs> actually, like no no not like so it was a thing where we got to get a three examples of what the baggage could be. Oh. One, she's bisexual mm. and she just recently got divorced from her wife. Ooh. Two, she's asexual and she's never been in a relationship before. Whoa. Or three, she is transsexual and she's getting her surgery in a month. Oh, crap. So it's one of these. It's one of those three. Whoa. Um, Let me guess. Tish? Yes. Come on, you're linked. This is your sister. My sister, Tish. I really, I really, I really think I have to get this right, guys. I think she's bisexual. You were wrong. She, yeah. she was transsexual? No, she was asexual. You're kidding me. That she, was the last one I would have yeah, picked. She was ace and she's never been in a relationship. And, That's cute. And the whole the whole episode, she was, like, the guys were, like, flirting with her. They were like, yeah, man, I'm full of mucus, but I'll still pump you good. And it's like. <laughs> or, Eric, get yeah. your nerdy A out of this studio. Eric was the most horny out of all of them. Yeah, he was. <laughs> 
<laughs> with a name like that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so she was vi- visibly uncomfortable with all of them. But uh, the re- one of the other reasons Jeremiah picked it, because Jeremiah revealed he was also in a band, and she also was in a band. Um, so lots of that. And also, with the long distance, really good for Tish. <laughs> <laughs> it works out. All right, so that was, uh, that was baggage. Uh, Jeremiah accepted uh, Tish's baggage. And Jeremiah has been practicing those hand skills. What they won was they won a date, a, a dinner for two at a five-star steakhouse in Beverly Hills. Whoa. Uh, most that is like, expensive. Most likely they never spoke to each other after this. Probably. <laughs> but, like, you reveal all of these deep, dark secrets, and all you get is a dinner? <laughs> I mean, at least the moment of truth, <laughs> you got money. Yeah. Um... I feel like they should have uh, done something. So we've had. Uh, I'll tell you, well, funny, funnily enough, okay, that five star steakhouse is as costs as much as the moment of truth gives you. <laughs> if you lie once, yeah, that junk is ridiculous. Okay, so we thousand dollars. These uh, uh, game shows have been like exploiting, you know, like people's like deepest darkest secrets. Um, but let's sure. switch uh, gears a little bit and let's just exploit some children. Oh. Perfect. Uh, this is a show called Child's Play. Uh, <gasps> Do they hook them up to hamster wheels? No. Dang it. <laughs> that would be funny. Dang it! Okay, so this one's not as bad. I think it's just really funny. I'm just saying, when the government finally decides to do it, it was my idea first. On CBS, a new game show premiered on 1982. Uh, it had 258 episodes made, but it was canceled after only one year. <laughs> They made 258 episodes in a year? Yeah, I guess they just... Holy crap, that's like, what? That's like three episodes a That's like three, four episodes a week! <laughs> pretty pretty crazy. Wait. That's a lot. That's five episodes a week! <laughs> yeah. Legitimately. Wait, 250? 50, yeah, yeah, that's five episodes a week. Probably every weekday there was a new episode. Holy crap. And they, I guess they could just like keep doing reruns after that. Um, no, they really had the pedal to the metal. Now, this show is a very simple guess-the-word game. It's like Password in, like, Million Dollar Pyramid. But the guesses... <laughs> Whatever those are. <laughs> the, the guesses and all the hints are given only by children. So... <laughs> Guarantee half of the information is lost in translation. Exactly. freaking idiots. It, exactly. <laughs> um, Put them on a hamster wheel. There's a giant screen... And the contestants are shown kids that were pre that were like recorded in pre-recorded segments where yep. they were asked describe this word, and then whatever they said is the only hint they're given. Um, like fun. And if one person doesn't get it right, the other person is giving a different kid giving a, the same kind of description. Mm. It can get pretty hard because some kids just are, you know, yeah. <laughs> A little kooky, a little wacky. Yeah. A little emphasis on the wacky. No emphasis, yeah. Um, I'm going to read you a couple of kid definitions from the show. Mm. I have two here. I want you to try to guess what the word is. Okay? You are now in Child's Play. Well, yes! Welcome to Child's Play, Trent. I've always wanted to be part of a game All right, show. So, uh, I'd kill. So, uh, everybody, uh, listen up and see if you can play along. <laughs> uh, we have this... I didn't write her name. Uh, I was... Pitch. Yeah, I'll call it Tish. Here we have lovely Tish from uh, Santa Monica, California. All right, Tish, uh, go ahead and describe this word. If you saw um, uh, my somebody with um, a rattlesnake in their hair, you would uh, blank. You would just uh, fall over backwards. Well, because um, um, 
that it's it's you shouldn't wear you you know because it you you shouldn't you shouldn't wear because it's not great to wear a rattlesnake in your hair. What the? What is the word, Trent? Is this the I had a dream? Have you ever had a dream, kid? <laughs> That's almost every single child is doing the. You ever have a dream speech? Good lord! Where did they get these children? Uh, from I don't know special uh, ed uh, school from their parents. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, wait. Wh- when, when did this come out? Uh, this was uh, uh, 1982. Oh yeah, kids were dumb back then. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the word? You gotta guess. A right? snake in your hair, rattlesnake in your hair. You would blank. Oh, are you gonna get it? Are you gonna get it? No. This one's the easy one, by the way. Afraid. afraid. <laughs> you would faint. Sorry, uh, if you saw someone with a rattlesnake in the hair, you would faint. Faint. You would fall over backwards. Um, well, um, um, it's it's you shouldn't wear, you know, because you shouldn't wear because uh, it's not I think, great. I think I think you just read the question bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is literally exactly word for word what it said. I wrote. I went. Okay, where? Right here. Yeah, right here. If you saw a Maya, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. It's a child trend. <laughs> if you saw a Maya, somebody with a, a rattlesnake in their hair, you would blank. You would just fall over backwards. Um, well, because um, you can't read the whole thing, Trent, because we got to move on to the next one. Oh, come okay. on, come on! All I right. read it so much better. Okay, if but, I read it, if you read it that way, I would have got it. Okay, this one, <laughs> this one's really hard because I did not hear the fall over backwards part. You really okay, Trent? You really listening? I'm re- ooh man, okay, I'm the laser. This is the hard one. Okay, all right, everyone at home, uh, try to play along with home. Uh. My, my brain works backwards. The hardest or the easiest. Okay. Like when you're talking and you're given, you're supposed to give the answer, but no, you're given this big long story. And Do, some no no, no 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 restart. Do it in a kid voice. Okay. <laughs> what are you even doing? Uh, like when you're talking. More and... of a lisp. <laughs> I'm trying. Let me get through this. This is a, this is a big one. <laughs> Like when you're talking and you're given, you're supposed to give the answer, but no, you're given this big long story, and someone just says, give me the end of it. There's another word for it. It's just like where you, it's usually where it's good, very good news or very bad news. Like, I'll say, um, say, um, one of my favorite teachers died and one of the teachers is trying to tell me, well, you know what happened. So they go on and say, well, he's not here. Oh, we're sorry. He can't come in tomorrow either. And he, he went out for lunch today. He won't be back here, you know. And you get so mad. You go, well, you just give me just give me the, the end of it, you know. It's really just telling you what happened. It's really just someone who won't give you the end of it. They just go on and on and on and on and yeah, this on. This is ironic. <laughs> What's the word? <laughs> that kid is very cute, by the way. What's I can the... imagine this kid talking about that. What's the word? Um, I <laughs> TLDR. <laughs> uh, give you the end of it. Uh, just, is it a word? It's a word, not a, a phrase. It's it is a word. One word. I, I don't know. You ready? Sure. It's punchline. <laughs> <laughs> because 
because she didn't really know what the word meant. <laughs> and then, like, the kid right after is like, when you're telling a joke, it's the end of it. <laughs> That's that, so cute. That guy got screwed out yeah, of that did. one. <laughs> I would find that kid and hang her by her freaking her pigtails. It's punchline. Okay. That's a child's play. We're going to move on to a Fun show game. that it doesn't exploit children, but it exploits animals. Um, Even better. This is called Man vs. Beast. I've oh! I know, but they exploit. That's Come a, on. Listen, I have to follow along with the theme. I, okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so have you seen this? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen this as well. I ha- well, did you, did you I see know it? of it, yes. Okay. So, Man vs. Beast was a television special that Very aired cool. in 2003, and then he had a sequel made in 2004 that pitted humans against specific challenges against animals. And I'm going to read from the Wikipedia all of the the, the win-loss record. I'm going to spoil this for you. Okay? Sweet. Well, that's what we want to know. So, Professional Eater. Uh, Kobayashi? Uh, Ta- yeah, yeah, to- uh, Tobayashi. Kobayashi. Uh, it says it with a T? With a T? Yeah, it's Tobayashi. What? Yeah. That's not a name? Tobayashi? That's that, not a jet. Kobayashi it, is it, the, the professional either. Uh, I, I'm just going from what was on Wikipedia. I mean, they got it wrong. Uh, it he, Kobayashi. But he lost a hot dog eating contest against a Kodak bear. Whew. Human zero, animals one. He, I'm surprised he lost. It's a bear. I know, but Kobe, have you seen Kobayashi? Have you seen a bear's stomach? It's probably bigger than a human's. I mean, <laughs> not yours though. <laughs> it was a speedy. I mean, yeah. Um, we had a Scott who was a U.S. Navy SEAL. He won an obstacle course against a chimpanzee. Humans won. Animals won. Tied up. A group of forty-four dwarves lost a jet pulling contest with an Asian elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Why dwarves? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they need some representation, I guess. Uh, humans. It's been, a while, it's been a while since little people was Aaron. <laughs> Humans one, animals two. Uh, professional sprinter Sean. That one's unfair. <laughs> like you could have had dwarves in there, but why dwarves specifically? I was about to say if you just go by like the mass of people, those dwarves were probably still half the weight of that <laughs> elephant. Uh, professional sprinter Sean Crawford won a 100 meter race against a giraffe. Oh, whoa! They're fast. Yeah. So that's hu- impressive. Humans two, animals two. It's tied up. Woo. Okay. We have three more events. Do you think, Hot race, boys. Who, who, who are you button for? I have three uh, more of these. Yeah, th- humans or animals? Who do you think is going to win? I'm rooting, for, I'm rooting for humans. Okay. So Sean later, uh, he was a champion, uh, being that giraffe, so he raced against a new challenger, a, a zebra. Cheetah. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it would be too unfair if it was a cheetah. Uh, raced against a zebra, and he lost. Humans ah. two, animals three. Mm. In the last matchup, oh, okay, oh, there's only two left. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> In the last matchup, there was a sumo wrestler who uh, played a game of tug of war against a female orangutan. Uh, so, 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 <laughs> right now, definitely won. The only, yeah, the only thing it could be is animals tying, and you say the animal one. Yeah. Yep. Humans two, animals four. The uh, orangutan one. Orangutans are strong. They are very strong. They're, I think their their muscles are literally like fifty percent more dense than humans. Mm-hmm. So they just have even if they're the, if they're the same size as us, they'll be fifty percent stronger. Basically. Uh. Well, critics dense muscles hated the show. Animal activists hated the show. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Suck it. Uh, come. I mean, suck my gorilla. I mean, listen, if I was an elephant, would I just want to be pulled in a jet for no reason? They love it. <laughs> See, it's not. this is not fair competition, because the animals don't know they're in a competition. Well, yeah. So, what they want, 
the animal activists, what they really want is to teach the animals <laughs> that this is a competition, so it's fairer. They want the animals to have a fair shot. No, that's not, they still won. Yeah, that's not real. I know. All right, anyway. I know you were joking. Next show I'm going to talk about is Hurl. I'm just like... Like, one of the freaking things was, like, uh, I saw, like, a chimpanzee. One, yeah. They were both holding a bar. Yeah. And it was who could hang for the longest. You call that animal exploitation? The fricker loves to hang. He's a chimp. <laughs> okay? He does it for every day. You didn't see how many times they branded that monkey when you were <laughs> Every time he tried to get down, they would stab it in the butt and go, <laughs> We need drama. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that You forgot the pit of fire and the spikes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. My bad. Uh, hurl <laughs> while you're, the human right, while right. the humans were surrounded by feathers and good times. <laughs> yeah, good vibes. Yeah, hurl was a uh, competitive eating show that aired from July uh-huh. that aired uh, on July sixteenth, uh, two thousand eight. That is the least appetizing name hurl? for a competitive eating competition. Well, get ready until I I'm going to describe you a whole episode right here. The show was split into several segments. One of them was competitive eating, and the other one was extreme stunts. Um, and if you hurled, you were out of the game. Oh! Yes. I do know about that. So, th- we're going to go into um, this one right here. Uh, this episode, uh, round one was the qualifier round. You had five guys who were eating, who tried to eat the most ribs they could in five minutes. Um, each man's plate was on a digital scale, so they knew they had 20 pounds to start with, so whoever had the least amount was subtracted. Whoever had the amount was subtracted, and that was the total of how much they ate. Ah. We had Brian, Christian... Lazar, Jason, and Tyler. Uh, Jason ate 25 ounces. Christian ate 24 ounces. 25 ounces? What? Yes, ounces. Not that much. Uh, it's only five minutes. Oh, uh, in five minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's 25 ounces for Brian. Sorry, I thought that was as much as they could ha- like eat. And no, I was like, no. that is, are you kidding? I could eat like, uh, what? <laughs> I, could, I could eat I could some eat ribs. twice that, easy. Uh, Lazar ate 35 ounces. Jason, 29 ounces, and Tyler, 20 ounces. Dang, Lazar. Yeah. What is Tyler doing? Um, yeah. What freak was he doing? Not using his hands? Christian and Tyler did not eat enough, so they were eliminated, leaving just Brian, Lazar, and Jason. Lazar is a freaking... You better watch out for that guy. He, oh, he, he is the he, Cal Drogo of this company. He had a giant scar... Uh, not scar. Oh. St- star. <laughs> shaved into his head oh, man. Uh, as well. It would be funny. He had a big scar. It's like, yeah, don't freak with him. I died for these ribs. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so um, the cops are after him. It was then revealed what their uh, what the main gimmick of the episode was. As soon as they were done, they revealed a big pool, and oh. so what they had to do is right after eating all of the all of that rib meat, uh, they had to swim uh, fifteen laps in five minutes. Holy crap! Um, That's so hard. If That's they did not difficult. get to the fifteen laps, they were eliminated. If you don't swim. Regularly, you don't realize how hard it is to swim laps, especially when you're full of meat. It's just different, yeah. It's just different freaking muscles than like yeah. running. Difficult, very difficult. Um, Lazar made it first. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, that guy's a chat. Lazar made it first. Brian made it second, and Jason made it with seconds left to spare. Oh, yeah. So like, he was actually like. Like, he knew he was going to be able to make it, so try to make sure he didn't hurl. He floated on his back for a while and just and just waded through the water to get to the ending. Because so yeah. he thought that would help him. Since they all made it in time, they move on to round three. Um, whoa, cool sound effect there. <laughs> yeah. Round three. Round three is now more eating. Now they're going to be chowing down on some blueberry pie. They have four minutes to eat as much as they can. 
Uh, top two eaters will advance. Everyone at this point look like they're dying. I was about to say, how far <laughs> from the previous competition is the blueberry pie? Uh, it, it, like, far from it. This is, uh, as soon as they finish eating, four minutes have passed, now going right back into it. Um, oh. And so everyone's like, uh, they look comatose. Like, they're like, this, yeah, this oh, cannot be okay. <laughs> Like, physically, this is probably very bad for you. Yeah, oh, oh, 100%. Um, At the end of four minutes, Brian ate 150 ounces. Wait, no, 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 15 ounces. (laughs) I read the O in ounces. I was about to say, good lord, Brian. Brian Brian ate 15 ounces. Lazar ate only six ounces. It's like he, he didn't like the rest, but he attacked <laughs> that pie. Dang. I thought I wanted dessert first. Woo, Brian, he's a sweet tooth. And Jason was eliminated with five ounces. Oh, Jason. But Jason, even though he was eliminated, he decided he still wanted to continue with the challenge, but he would do it for pride. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. I, I didn't expect that. Dang! Um, That's really dude. So he was trying to hope that in the next competition he would beat either uh, Brian or Lazar. That, what a dope dude. Um, That's cool. Uh, so, Props to him. By I, the way, <laughs> by the way, um, he was also... Jason is a superhero at a theme park. That's that's his occupation. Really? He's the only one I remembered. Um, a superhero? He, yeah, he he was like a... like He dressed up like a superhero at a theme park. Sick. Um, okay, so now it moved on to uh, another round of swimming. They now had to swim ten laps in four minutes. If they couldn't wow, do all ten swimming. laps... If they didn't do all ten laps in four minutes, they were out. Lazar finished first. Brian finished second, and then Jason, even though he was swimming for pride, uh, he did not make it. He did not make it at all, and he finally dropped out of the oh, race. Poor Jason. Um, Props to him for trying, though. He really did, yeah. I was, I was, I was like, what? What was, what was epic going on in Hurl? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I was like imagining if Jason got first, what, what would they do? What would <laughs> <laughs> Reinstate him. <laughs> Sacrifice Brian's blood to him, make him gain strength. Next is Sudden Barf. This is the third and final eating portion. Uh, they had four pies in front of them. They had to eat the most in three minutes. This one was not a thing of who had the least lost. This was if someone would hurl. They had to keep eating and put down food. Um, Brian go- goes for it. Lazar uh, starts out tired. Like, he's, like, barely moving after all of this. All of this. He's like, uh, 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 uh. The only thing that wakes Lazar up when he's, like, trying to eat is Brian is uh, smashing down blueberry pies so much he almost hurls. Um, And so after that, Lazar starts mimicking vomiting. Trying his best to get Brian to hurl. But no man vomits. They still go for it. So now it is the final challenge. This is intense. This is the belly flop challenge. Oh, no! He's going to squeeze that like a toothpaste tube. Brian and Lazar each have to do ten uh, belly flops. And the first one to vomit loses. Freak, that hurts too. Yes, so Golly. they both do it. Belly flop, belly flop, belly flop. Epic like music is playing. And then what happens? They both do all of them. And they even did the last one together at the same time. Yeah, they did. And they freaking gave each other high fives. Neither man vomited. It was the first I, I picked this episode at random. And I've seen people vomit in the clips I've seen. Hardcore. But this is the episode that neither man refused to vomit. And after that, uh, they decided to crown them both as a double champion. Woo! They each got $1,000 and the Iron Stomach Award. $1,000? That's all it was. 
They're going to have medical problems the rest of their life. <laughs> they got a free meal out of it. They should be grateful. <laughs> they got dinner and dessert, wine and dine, giving a thousand bucks. Yeah. You can get a you can get a good ice cream sandwich with that. I guess that's one way to see it. All right. So next up is a, a, a making good time. Next episode is a, a just been described as a tasteless, demeaning, uh, demeaning to women. Women and everyone who watched it, cheap, insulting, and utterly degrading in the human spirit. That is that was described. Uh, this show right here. Uh, this show is called Queen for a Day, the Cinderella Show. Um, this used to start as a radio show back in 1945 that spawned into a TV program that lasted until 1964. Uh, I've not heard about the show until like I did research for it. Most of these other ones I've actually heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this was a show that was that uh, that was all about women what going was it called again? Uh, queen for a day. Okay. So this was a show uh, where women would go up on stage, and they would describe how awful their life was in great detail in a crowded room filled with people. Um, often in the show, they would uh, they, well, they were telling their stories. They would actually start crying when they were describing it to everybody. Mm. Whoever had the worst life was chosen by the audience, and they became queen for a day. They would get prizes, vacations, and they would have one wish granted uh, uh, by the people who ran the show. So mm-hmm. a group of peers decided who had the worst life, and they would like, ah, we all laugh at the loser. <laughs> and and while well, she also got Your some life prizes. Your sucks. <laughs> uh, I, watched, I watched what was, I, I believe was the pilot of the TV show. Okay. It was hosted by Jack Bailey. And this episode was uh, sponsored, I believe, by the California Egg Council. Uh, lots of uh, uh, jokes about eggs were throughout the uh, episode. And all the women in the show worked with eggs mm. <laughs> in some way. Uh, and like Jack was like, well, well, look at all these mother hens out there uh, with their little chicks. And, uh, well, this, yeah, it was all pretty tasteless. Uh, so we have woman number one. Uh, Irma Franklin, uh, who was born in Montana, hmm. she works for the egg people, um, of course. Uh, she works for egg people, and she uh, helps distribute eggs in her uh, in her uh, plant. It's a good job. Um, Thankless job. She's been working at, uh, at the egg <laughs> factory for like 10 years. I love eggs. Um, and she, she wants more from her job. Okay. Uh, her fellow women do not have any stools to sit. And so they're forced to sit on egg cartons. Ooh. Um, and what she wants is she wants machines to help the workers out. Because, like, it, it's it's a very demanding job. Her husband is disabled, and she's the only one who can work in the Aww, house. Irma. So she constantly is working, like, as much as she can to help support her family. What a good woman. Um, that's, that is a woman. That is ass. Irma Franklin there. Irma Franklin. And the whole time, Jack is not a good host. Because what he'll do is, Trenton, just really quick, try to describe your life real quick. All right, we have uh, Trenton trying to be queen for a day. How are you, Trenton? I'm doing all right. That's really good, Trenton. That's really, really good. So you said you uh, work with eggs. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I work at a... That is fantastic. That is, that is so fantastic. So uh, please, please tell me. So there's something about your uh, husband being disabled? Yeah, he had an accident at his, uh, at his work at one uh, point. Tragic, very tragic. Yeah, and that's a pretty good purse you got there. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is like so he does not give a crap about these women. Yeah. Um. So like 
usually I had to pause the video like multiple times so I can go back to actually trying to hear what the woman is saying. I actually don't even know if this is the woman's actual name because she kept like he kept like stuttering it and saying it really fast and he had this mic away from uh, his I, I, I'm a Franklin. <laughs> I'm a Franklin. Woman two is I believe Julian Ayers. From Julian Ayers. Julian Ayers, who was born in Oklahoma City. She has three children, Julian, and she deals with seven thousand chickens in her job. Um, she wants a record player for her son, who just recently had open heart surgery. Oh man! Uh, her son was named is Chester, and he had open heart her, open heart surgery at age of fifteen. Uh, mm. uh, Julian um, is crying while while bringing this God up. God bless that boy. Um, what she also and he also and so he asked if he could if she had two wishes, what would she also want? And she said also an automatic washer because hers recently broke and now she has to do everything by washboard, um, which is also very, very hard. Oh, yeah. clothes wash. Yeah, clothes wash with a washboard. Ooh, that's rough. Um, so That makes things a lot slower. Yes. So after that, this is the halfway point. Um, so Jack goes away and one of the co-hosts, uh, her name is uh, Jenny, I believe, or Jean. Uh, it's a woman named... Uh, I think it's Jenny Cagnery, Cagnery, or something like that. Apologize if Jenny's out there listening. Jenny Cagnery. <laughs> um, uh, she comes to tell uh, what the prize, some of the prizes will be for Queen. Mm. Um, one cream dress, uh, a new bra and girdle pack. Uh, oh. a, uh, <laughs> Going out on the town, <laughs> are we, Jenny? <laughs> one red and green dress. Um, <laughs> every dress will also come with a pair of shoes that the Queen can pick out herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, a two-pack of stockings, a gold everyday wear kind of ensemble, a a linery, I, I wrote this completely wrong, a Lorene Plus makeup kit, a navy blue three-piece suit, fine jewelry, necklaces, and earrings, and an elegant ballroom dress. That is only some of the prizes that will be offered. More prizes will be uh, revealed later on. It's gracious. Uh, now too much clothes. After that, and after a lot of ads, I'm just um, saying, if I won that, I would I would be mad that I had a freaking ball gown in my <laughs> closet, I, taking up half of the freaking. These room. are normal women. They're I know. not. They're not going to balls. Exactly. They work on farms. I guarantee they pawned it. <laughs> um, woman number three. Freaking Irma had to pawn it to pay for her husband's life. You know. Woman number three is Doris Hoffer, which Jack Doris. jokes and says, "Don't you mean heifer?" <laughs> You work. You work with eggs. I don't think you should be working with cows. <laughs> and then the woman just seems like okay. Uh, um, I Doris be- Hoffer. Uh, that I be- is a terrible joke. I hate Jack. I hate Jack so much. I want to kill him. The, the next, kill him? the next guy. If I can get to it, you'd be even more mad at what he says. I believe Doris is from California because uh, she just said a town, and that and he understood. So I believe she's from California. Mm. Um, she married. Uh, she gave some insight. She married her old school teacher. Whoa. Who is also a pastor. Whoa, buddy. And he's also an egg producer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Doris... That's all you want in a man. <laughs> that's, called, that's called a, tr- a three-base home run. Smart, faithful, egg. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect specimen. Uh, Doris is the mother of five children. Them pastors, um, man, I tell you, they like to breed. Yeah, kind of an oxymoron, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, what she wants is an intercom system in her house, and because she spends all her all her days in the egg room, which sounds very ominous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
where you put the kids when they need to be punished? <laughs> in the egg room. She's like all, always like spending her time in the egg room, and she she wants a way to be able to talk to her children, and she also wants an electric cart to help her gather eggs. Mm. Makes uh, sense. Really, the only like the only thing I'm like all like, these people go ham on the eggs. Well, they're egg people. They're eggmen, <laughs> egg woman. And that is, um, that's Doris. Doris is actually probably the most well-off of all these women. Yeah. Um, but she still has five kids. I was about to say, she and, seems alright. And she probably was groomed by her teacher, so. Yeah. That's pretty bad, too. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty bad. Uh, woman number uh, four is the last woman we're going to be talking about. Her name is, uh, Pravi Bell. Pravi. Pravi. Pravi Bell. Bell. I love the last name Bell. Pravi, that's interesting. She has three children. Yeah. And I'm only bringing this up because it's relevant to how Jack acts. So she's <laughs> she Jack acts. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> she's a larger woman. Okay. Um, and what she asked for is she asked for eighty moomoos, and Jack goes eighty oh, moomoos, eighty moomoos. Holy crap! There's a reason for it. <laughs> why? But Jack goes, why you want eighty moomoos? You're already wearing two, <laughs> and, and like for the one dress she's wearing. So she was. He was calling her fat to her face in front of everyone, and even the audience was like, "Ah, oh, come, come on, man, that was mean." Yeah. Um, the reason why she wants eighty moomoos is she she wants to ho- uh, host a luau for her daughter's school, and her daughter's school is for a the school of the mentally retarded and handicapped. Aww. Um. So Jack seems like a giant jerk a for Jack that. X. Yeah. Um. Uh. When she originally, yeah, yeah. When she asked for those movies, he just called her fat. Uh, but but at the end he was like, well that was a that's a wonderful thing that's a wonderful thing, uh, probably for for you to want that is amazing and she didn't she didn't want anything for herself. I really hope each of those women grabbed one of Jack's limbs and tore him asunder. <laughs> I want him drawn and quartered, but these four women are the horses. Did you see this episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no no no. Now is the time to pick the queen. All the ladies sit on at the podium and the audience uh, applauds for which one has the worst life. And the winner, uh, after lots of uh, audience, who do you think won? Who do I think won? Who, uh, from the audience applauding, who do you think had the worst life? Irma or mm-hmm. maybe Pravi because people like, you know. Uh, Pravi won. Pravi Bell yeah. uh, became queen for a day. She was given a cape, a crown, a bouquet of flowers, and she sat on a throne. Go Pravi. And she was even given more prizes. She was given a custom watch. A jacuzzi tub, a brand new bed, a, a new luggage set, a cookbook that was made by Jack, <laughs> the host, um, and it even had a thing about egg recipes. She won a year's supply of eggs. <laughs> she won. She and uh, he said, and he's like given on the spot. So I believe that means she just got a bunch of cartons of eggs. Yeah, that are gonna go rotten by the time she. I was about can, to say she better start giving them out to the. It, went, it was a carton of thing that went to the freaking ceiling. What a freak! She won a brand new egg washer <laughs> to wash her eggs. Okay. She uh, got a whole new kitchen set, so she got a new oven, she got a new pantry, she got a new um, new refrigerator. And okay, that's a lot more maker. helpful than a freaking jacuzzi and a Rolex. Yeah, she got a new tractor. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that's real nice. Uh, and she not she got the moomoos that she requested, but she, she but uh, she wasn't just going to get the uh, moomoos like straight up. What she needed to do is she was going to a trip to Hawaii to pick it up from the finest maker of moomoos in the entire world. Um, what a th- what a thing to be known for. 
I mean, movies <laughs> are great, but if that's all you got... I would be really mad if I worked on a farm and you gave me a year's supply of eggs and that's all I do is work with eggs. Yeah. I heard. I heard you. Uh, I heard how much you like paperwork. Uh, you you are a receptionist, so uh, we got you a year's supply of paper, <laughs> printer paper. We got your supply. Go of wild, paper Bobby. to do paperwork. You are now working for us. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a gift! Yeah, heard, <laughs> heard you like granite. <laughs> Yo, girl, <laughs> heard you like granite. Here's a big old hill full of rocks. Awesome. Uh, next uh, show is called uh, "Do You Trust Your Wife?" Oh, hey, Garrett. The opposite of Mensa called, and you know what they said? They want their stupid boy back. They want their dummy, dummy, little stupid head. It's not necessary. So stop talking. Go back to the opposite of Mensa. What the hell's Mensa? What the hell? You ruined my recording. Wait, I remember remember that. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) I recorded it right before the episode started. (laughs) Well, I guess you won't know what Do You Trust Your Wife's all about. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds fun too. Um, well, uh, well, Trent, would you like to uh, try again on one of the curtains? Uh, see if you can get that Arby's you were looking for. Curtain one. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's eighty moo-moos. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's eighty moo-moos. <laughs> and also, you have uh, three lepers you have to lick uh, for about four days. Oh no! Uh, so uh, I hope you'll be enjoying that. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a leper? <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> I bite their head off. <laughs> Only Trenton will ever know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's Mr. Owl. That's been uh, the, uh, our episode of. Uh, I'll give you an hour. Uh, Let's do it one more time. Hit your. Yeah! No, stop. Just once. Let me do it one more time. <laughs> Replacing our theme song with that. <laughs> um. So yeah, so uh, yeah, you can uh, get us uh, on Igya Pod on t- on Twitter, or you can send us uh, an email at I'll give you an hour at gmail.com. If you want to take, get in touch with Trenton, he is currently licking some lepers and wearing his eighty moo moos all at once. I'm gonna be here for a while, <laughs> buddy. Where where can they find me, Trent? Under my sink. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. So everybody, uh, uh, hope you choose the mystery box and farewell. Bye bye. You should wait until you see the uh, flavor toilet bowl. <laughs> Delicious. Hope it's strawberry quick flavor. <laughs>